Well, hello there. I was expecting you. Yeah, you. Welcome to Dare to Be Bold. I'm your host, Kate Rock. On today's show from Ontario, Canada, the amazing cartoon animator, Ozzy Femme. Time for dreams, it's time to be free. Time for change in our communities. Time to stand for what we believe in. Stop the hiding and stopping the fearing. Time for your truth to be told. Let's hold hands and dare to be bold. Big welcome to Aussie Fam. Hi, Aussie. <laughs> Hello, how you doing? I'm pretty good. So just for the peoples out there, if you find that it sounds staged, we're really trying not to. But after three attempts at three different, like, <laughs> like we literally, this is like our third scheduled podcast. Um, yes, because internet had other ideas. Um, but yes, the connection was like really, really <laughs> was, bad. But I would it like was to chaos. It, it was outer chaos. And this is our third attempt. And we are crossing our fingers that it actually works correctly. Basically, um, I would say today's show is basically discovering who we are, I guess. If we could find a, a name for it, I think that's what, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's what the whole arc of this, sto- of my journey is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, and I'm really excited for you to share it. And I really do uh, thank you very much to opening up uh, about this uh, stuff that may be still taboo out there for a lot of people. Um, but being taboo is also um, isolating people, right? So this is a great way, I think, to open up and uh, show you guys that you're not alone. So let's begin. Yay, thank <laughs> Yay. you. Yes, I'm like I'm holding, amazing. I'm like holding my breath. I'm like, is the internet gonna fuck up again? No, okay, we're good, let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's at that point. I know. I'm like in suspense as well. I know. Uh, online friends, um, Fellow Canadian, right, so, by the way, everyone. Uh, we've been online friends for what five yes, or six years exactly. now. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, <laughs> Half that's a decade all- at this point. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. Don't say that. It makes me sound older. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't care about my age. Don't worry. I'm in this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah um, I don't care about my age either. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I just want to say how I actually met this wonderful uh, human being. Um, it's actually really kind of like I want to say random, but nothing is random in life, I guess. Everybody just kind of pops it pops in at the right time. But uh, you uh, drew a picture of me, right? Like fan art. Exactly. Yeah, I made a, I made fan art of you because I was like, oh, this, this, look at this muscle mommy. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Until I don't have any muscles left, but, uh, (laughs) but I guess now you like me for my personality. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I always assumed you had a rockin' personality. I mean, (laughs) no uh, pun intended because you're (laughs) rock. That's so good. Okay. Um, Anyways, I just wanted to say that when he did drew, draw me, not Drew, sorry, I'm like, huh. when he, d- he did do a drawing of me back in the day, um, it, w- it came at a kind of a perfect time because I was feeling very low, and uh, it just made me feel like less alone, you know what I'm saying? So I do, I still say thank you to that uh, every day, because after that you did do, do more drawings, and, and the people out there, now there's more and more people that mm-hmm. are drawing me, and it just reminds me of how, like, surrounded I am, even though I feel lonely sometimes, if that's... Yeah, and I'm so happy I was able to uh, to, to provide that for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I'm a I'm a 2D character animator, to be specific, and I've been in the industry for about f- uh, four years now, and okay. it has been both insanely challenging and very, very fun. Okay, and so when did you start? I started back in 2017. The, uh, the first show I ever worked on was uh, Tangled the Series, the uh, Rapunzel Disney production. Yeah, that's an awesome show, and- by the way. <laughs> Yeah, it was, and it was both the most, like, I mean, it was Disney, so, you know, you have to, you know, it had to fit a specific brand, so it was very challenging, like, as the first show I ever worked on, but at the same time, I learned so much more in, like, the first two weeks of that production than I did in my three years at Animation College, which is not a knock against uh, the college, because... When you go hands-on, it's different. When you're, when you're, it's yeah. called getting your hands dirty. Books are books. Practice is practice. But getting your hands dirty yeah. in the real thing is different. And you get a lot more, because you see different ways of, I would imagine, of working, different ways of doing things compared to your school, which I would imagine yeah. is more like, this is how you have to do it. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it takes a long time for you to adapt to a lot of the animation rules before they throw you into the, uh, into the water. Yeah, exactly. And um, you also worked on Curious George. Am I am I right? Yes, I did. And that was probably some of the most fun I ever had animating because they gave us so much freedom with that monkey and that man in the yellow hat. (laughs) Oh, my God, we were able to say it. Hold on. We just have to do a little (laughs) side note. Every time we tried to say the man in the yellow hat last time, it would cut out. And so we started joking around, saying that it was like a curse. So we actually said it without it cutting out. So yay us. Continue. Sorry. Yay us. Yes. Because, yeah, no, their personalities are just so much fun to work off of. Because you have George. He's like this bouncy ball of energy. And then you have the man in the yellow hat. It was very apprehensive. <laughs> Which is kind of a funny thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very rigid and anxious. Mm-hmm. So like working with those two personality types has been just, it was just a ball to work with. They said, you know, wh- whenever you have the opportunity to be funny, be funny. And we mm-hmm. did, we took it and ran with it. It was so much fun. Oh, that's amazing. I, I, I find that, uh, you know, so, um, I don't know, I don't want to say it is inspirational to me because the thing is, is that a lot of people don't know, like a lot of people are told, oh, you have to go to a job that makes money right away and you have to do this and you got to get, you know, but a lot of people don't follow their dreams or they don't follow their passions. And I'm really, I'm really proud that you did it. Oh, thank you. And yeah, and I do consider myself one of the privileged ones because like the animation industry is like, it, it, it's nothing like to sneeze at. It is very difficult to get into. So I do consider myself very lucky. Well, lucky or talented. It, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I shouldn't say luck. Yeah. There like, you, luck go. Is, you, need, you need to give you is, that. You, yeah. yeah. Give you that, give that pat on the back, man. You worked hard. And yeah. the reason <laughs> why you got into a such, like, I guess, into a hard uh, career choice and you actually got in is because you're talented. So just don't say luck. <laughs> There's nothing about luck with yeah. three years of college and then doing all these things and then yeah. working and working and working. You know what I mean? You, you worked hard. So <laughs> kudos. Thank you. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely correct. You're, you're very welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you said, I think you said that you mentioned to me on one of the other attempts of podcast uh, that you had another show that you worked on on Netflix. Am I right? 
oh yeah the last kids on earth which is uh you know it's very much a 10 year old's show it's got a bunch of you know kids in that age group fighting off aliens monsters zombies you know the whole shebang it, it runs awesome. the gambit of what what do kids like it's in that show okay <laughs> Does it do you, so? Okay, and that, I don't want to do any comparisons, but you know the show Kipo, right? I do. I do know the show. Yes. So yeah, that's like. I don't know why. I just I just it popped into my head because you were talking about the the aliens and all that stuff. So it kind of just popped back into my head. So parents yeah. out there or non parents that just really like to watch cartoons and anime, Kipo is a, re- a really good show as well. Just oh it yeah, it's up it's up there with uh, with the new Shira. Oh yeah. Series. Oh yeah. It's, it's so good. And like yeah. my kids, like my kids and I, we've watched it. I think we watched the, the every, well, every season, the seasons that are available uh, at least three times. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, raising yeah. them right. No, they are, <laughs> they are absolutely phenomenal. I, I was hooked from that first episode, but yeah, it's yeah. a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. You can't let go after it's anyway. When you, you know, we're going through the stressful times in college and such and such. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I remember you saying, you know, it it was very stressful. It was a lot of pressure. Oh yeah. It was, it was a pressure cooker to be quite honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and so throughout the bad years, cause you know, you had, um, you know, you were in, um, sorry, in college. Don't worry. I'm, I'm like looking, I'm just searching for my words at this point. Uh, but no, yeah, no worries. But what I wanted to say is, um, yeah. So when you, uh, how did you discover a way, like what, what made you, um, how, what helped you get through stressful times in your life? Because I remember you so, telling me some pretty, oh, pretty yeah. deep, deep stories. So, yeah, yeah. So back in 2014 which was the uh the hardest year for me back then and going through college you know the pressure cooker that was college i found a way of uh, basically this awakening in me where i really like to uh, cross dress and i found that out through characters like uh through characters like gwenpool through a, a guy on instagram i follow you should follow him too his name is david vega He's uh, he's uh, that that cheeky cosplayer. Yes, yeah, it's the guy. cheeky guy. I, I, I too <laughs> follow him. A lot of cheekiness. <laughs> just saying. Exactly. So not, not bad that, cheekiness. Good good. Cheekiness. Then, no, 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 yeah. <laughs> very good cheekiness. <laughs> so through that, and I, I basically discovered like this whole community of femboy cross dressing, and it really appealed to me. Not in necessarily a sexual way, but in a way to basically like regress into a more playful, bubbly, and like happy-go-lucky, carefree persona where I can just let go of all of like, you know, life's, you know, turmoils and troubles Mm -hmm. and just be free, you know, like as the drag queens say, feel the fantasy. Oh yeah, no. And and that was also my pink phase. Like, you know, like it's so ingrained in us, like especially boys and even like, you know, girls that like pink is a girl color, blue is a boy color and mm. pink is just an awesome color. And like yeah. when I just discovered that, like I was just like, oh yeah, pink, 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 pink fever. It's, it's, it's nothing but pink. So- <laughs> it was so great. I'm, I'm actually wearing pink right now. <laughs> Get it girl. Okay. Um, what I was wondering, uh, so when you say like, so cross-dressing, 
do you do it more um do you like do it outside the house or is it something that you do at home like how do you integrate it into your daily so basically like at home it's very very much like you know i go like i i go for like you know full-on outfits but in public you know i'm still like even to this day like i'm still like you know i i wear bits and pieces maybe i'll wear like a feminine looking you know a coat or a scarf or maybe maybe some like maybe a shirt that's rather feminine but i don't go too over the top because like you know you know as as much as leaps as many leaps and bounds as we have made in social and like societal attitudes towards lgbt stuff there's still a lot of apprehension and hate towards it and that's like you know the one thing holding me back quite honestly yeah. but thankfully i do have a circle of friends that are very like you know like if i were to hang out with them you know they would also they would like put makeup on me some guy liner as we call it they would, like we would go shopping yeah and we would like and when i'm in a group of friends i feel a lot more safe and a lot more like okay yeah, yeah we're in a pack, you know no one's gonna yeah exactly so i'm not i'm not like the i'm not just one person walking out in public i'm with my with my uh with my with fab your friends day, your gang your friends exactly why exactly and that's and and that's where like so yeah and and like and in and through that I have like, you know, developed a lot more self-confidence, a lot more like just and just being like, you know, a lot more self-assured and relaxed with yeah. my with my self-image. Yeah. And it just and it just feels so much better and so much more cathartic. <laughs> yeah. And, and and would you say that eventually would you like to be able to dress um, outside the house as well? Like not. Have oh, Oh yeah, like especially if you know if I'm going out to like you know to dinner or like and it's more specifically in the summertime, not now because this is being recorded in the middle of January. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, definitely in the <laughs> yeah exactly yeah no, but definitely in the summertime, like going out on dates for dinner, you know, assuming that COVID relaxes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and I get that. And so, do you? So basically, what you're saying is, if you could, you would. But right now, you don't feel that the entourage society, if you want, um, yeah. is ready for, for it. And you don't feel safe enough yeah. yet to do it. Yeah, no, at least in my, like, a specific, like, you know, community, my bubble I live yeah. in, like, you know, it's very... That was a lot of old people. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I get that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with older people. It's just that sometimes it's an older generation, an older, you know, mentality. Yeah. And it's, it's hard for him, hard for a lot of people to change that. You know what I mean? You've oh, yeah. basically it's, crammed that into your head forever. So, like, all of a sudden they have to change. But that, I think, slowly but surely, people, a lot of older generation, um, I, I, I do see, you know, coming along. They're not there yet. Yeah, um, no, exactly. Them, but there's some that are a lot more open. So kudos for the people oh, yeah. being open-minded and that were raised in a really, I guess, closed-minded uh, generation. Time for this week's Breath of Fresh Air. Sounds up for Destiny Claymore. Lies. Guarantee you'll see it, I'll pass you back I don't wanna hear from it Oh, they love me now I don't fly here yeah, I don't fly 
I know myself as a millennial, I'm still I'm like, I'm going to grow up with all these Zoomers around me and I'm going to be like, uh, I'm old now and I got to adjust to all these new people standards. Yeah, like, oh, aliens with like humans. Oh my God. Like interspecies. <laughs> oh, no, like what? Interspecies. <laughs> uh. That would be pretty fucked up. I would love to, I would love to be alive to see that though. Like. If that oh ever would god, happen, yeah. can you imagine? Just like, yeah. Anyway. Oh my um, god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry about that. We just went into our own little world there for a second. We are back now. Um, yes. Oh. So yes. <laughs> my other thing is, when you were talking about your group of friends, is there someone in there, mm -hmm. or maybe your parents, or someone in your life that was there when you opened up for the first time and was like, yo, I got you. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, yes, exactly. And that friend of mine who uh, I did tell you, uh, who I actually did, I told about, uh, told, bleh, told you about to him, uh, yeah. Emmett, my yes. friend Emmett. And he has always been the most understanding, the most parental, the most accepting person in my entire life, especially throughout the very, very bad times in 2014. He was like, uh, like the ray of sunshine he was he was uh, like ideal friend yeah like the support system the understanding shoulder to cry on i guess yeah yeah and that's important i would imagine exactly well, yeah so back in 2014 yeah emma really helped me through that year because that was uh the year that unfortunately uh, one of my friends who will be uh, remain nameless uh uh became unfortunately very uh, verbally emotionally and physically abusive towards me and it was not it was not a fun time at all uh, and this is uh the this was the uh you know the big turning point in my life where like you know it, you never think it'll happen to you of course yeah. you always hear about these things yeah. but when it actually happens to you it, it's it's you realize like how severe and how like serious it is yeah and how how damaging it is 
yeah no it was it was it was it was horrifying like i was scared to go i actually didn't even go to the bathroom in my own house i actually uh went to the quickie that was just across the street from me i was uh i always had to go there because i was afraid i just i wasn't i felt i didn't feel safe in my own house (laughs) yeah that's insane Oh yeah. So and, and so, how did you? How did you? Like, how long were you with this person? Well, this the uh, this uh, rampant abuse went on for only about a year and a half. But I was with this person for like this re- relationship. This toxic relationship lasted for about five years. Oh yeah. And yeah, um, and it was it, yeah. And w- when did go you on. see the first signs of something was weird or not? Go like red flags, if you want. Right. Yeah. I, the first time I, uh, yeah, the first red flags were actually back in 2012. It was my birthday. Actually, we saw the newest Batman movie. It was the dark Knight rises. And basically after the movie, you know, I, like I, it was with him and like, I had a bunch of other friends with me and he was like, you know, bitching and moaning about the movie. He hated it and yada, yada, but that wasn't the red flag. The red flag was when I started to voice my opinion, because at the time I remember I really I had I really liked the movie. Mm-hmm. He uh, started to, you know, like jab me like, you know, not jab like with a knife, but like with his fist, like jab me on the shoulder. Like whenever I brought up how much I liked it, you know, jab me on the shoulder again, like shut up, shut up, stop talking about the movie, like shut up. And like and this continued throughout the whole discussion, because naturally, you know, after a movie with your friends, that's all you can talk about. Like, yeah. You know, we all, we were all talking about the movie, what we liked, what we didn't like. Yeah. And, and like the entire time I was just getting like shut down. And, wow. you know, I, like as it was happening, I was, I was weirded out, but I, I wasn't like, I didn't really see like anything overtly wrong with it. I was just like, Oh wow. I guess he really didn't like the movie, but then yeah. that yeah, anger. You kind of <laughs> yourself, I would imagine you're like, well, that was weird. But I mean, doesn't that's not something yeah. that always happens maybe he was just being a dick or something you know yeah exactly but uh but then like that type of behavior started to continue he started to like to really undermine me in front of a lot of my friends he started to like really like you know prop himself up and like you know and cut me down and like social situations and it was it started to get like really really uncomfortable this was in 2013 by the way and okay. uh uh, that was when that happened. And then, uh, you know, the anger, the uh, like, you know, the, the lecturing started like the uh, the very, you know, pissy attitudes, waking up in the morning, not happy because at this point I was uh, moved, moved in with him. And in 2014, like in around February, that's when the like full on abuse started. Oh. And, and so would you feel comfortable explaining what kind of abuse you were going through? Oh yeah, no. It was it was it was verbal and physical abuse, and it was it would be for the tiniest things. Maybe I forgot to take out the garbage. Maybe I I forgot to do the dishes, or like or put a dish away after I was done using it. Mm-hmm. Or and and it, but the, the thing is, like, it didn't matter it didn't what matter the what it is <laughs> action was. It was just any excuse to get angry and to throw a tantrum at at my expense. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was very unfortunate. And it was, yeah, the only person I opened up to was uh, was Emmett. And even then, I didn't give him the full details. I was just saying, oh, he's making me really, he's making me feel really bad lately. And I made it just seem like it was verbal manipulation. And that was it. I wasn't really well, going. You know what? I think yeah. I, 
just because I do, I do kind of understand that kind of situation. And I think the thing is, is that you don't want to tell yourself that this is actually happening because it can't happen to you because you're intelligent and you're a good person. And so what happens is that you're just in denial a little bit. So you'll say the little things because you're kind of yeah. scared of people's reaction at the same time. Because deep yeah. down inside, when you're in that situation, you know it's not normal. Yeah, when you look at it from an objective standpoint, it's like, ah, uh, yeah, no, that sounds really bad. Well, I better sugarcoat the hell out of that. Yeah, and make it sound better so that it's just, a, I guess you kind of test people's reactions to see who you can openly talk about these things to. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah and uh, and Emmett was always, he was always perfect. I mean, he was always concerned, obviously. And he thought, like, basically he thought what was happening was the beginning stages of an abuse abusive relationship when what was really happening was the crescendo of an abusive relationship yeah it's it was going on it just in secret exactly yeah. but uh around this point so around uh, 2015 uh most of the uh physical abuse stopped and it, it, a lot of like you know a lot of it's just the relationship became kind of muted at that yeah. point there wasn't really anything that was going on but like we were still, I mean, we we're still living together. We still like, we were civil with each other at the very least. And that was, no, that was nice. But uh, there was a point where we got quote unquote closure. And I just want to make this clear. It wasn't really closure because there was no apology. When I look back at that conversation, at no point was there any any real accountability or any real but they but they lack the, the they're not able to they have they don't have that they lack the sense of being able to see what they do wrong because by saying you're wrong it's also owning up to the shit yeah. that you caused and the pain you caused to other people and that's very hard so a lot of people that have that yeah um, exactly i guess we i guess we can kind of call it a defense mechanism those people tend to blame it on others because it's too hard for them to accept it except they're part of the blame yeah yeah, it doesn't make it okay at all yeah but at the end of the day no yeah only the only only, i guess in my book anyways and you know you take it or not but once you know at the end of the day the only apology that i feel is acceptable is the is the one that you make to yourself yeah yeah no that's i i do agree because yeah. because it doesn't really matter they, those those kinds of people you know what i mean they they just fuck you over all the time anyway so you can't really trust they're sorry or they're i love you or yeah. something like that at the end of the day the only thing you can say is i'm sorry to yourself because i don't know if i know that in my situation i felt mm-hmm. really bad about putting myself in a situation you know yeah you get that yeah. oh i should have done something yeah no now, Austin, I, totally I want you to say. That. Now, Austin, and, I want you to say, "I'm sorry" to yourself. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to do that. It was just. <laughs> 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 therapy session. We're fine. All right. Yeah. So, so, um, so yeah, getting to the end, I, I'll I'll skip forward a few years because while we did remain friends for like a while, there was still like you know the odd bout of anger, of the odd lecture, the odd you know harassment. You know the old, the same old, same yeah, the same old, same old. Uh, but it finally reached its end in, uh, 2018 when basically the, uh, you know, the, he, his, his behavior had regressed. It was basically 2014 times 10. His oh. behavior had regressed to a very, very self-destructive point. And I basically like, and this was like the moment for me, the big, big like mature, like, you know, put on your big boy pants type deal where I was basically like, I can't 
extend my olive branch any farther. I can't help this person because they are on this, this path of self-destruction and whether or not I stay in their life is, is, is just only going to harm me at that point. Exactly. <laughs> so you have to think about yourself. And that's that right there. What you did is called self-love and self, uh, I guess, self, uh, acceptance, right? Yeah, exactly. And it was, and I, I want to make it clear to any, uh, anybody listening to this going through similar things. Uh, I didn't get over him that day. It wasn't like, oh, okay, it's over and snip, snip, he's cut off and gone. I mean, that's how it appeared on the surface. Yes. Mm -hmm. But in reality, it was a process, you know, trying to get over that and just getting over the fact that I did cut him off. And like, I had to like, you know, move on with my own life. It was, it was a whole, like, it was a whole part of the healing process that yeah. took like, you know, and it's going to take as long as it takes for any individual person. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And everybody has, you know, everybody has their own, I guess you can say, trauma file <laughs> in their, in their main frame. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess, but um, everybody has their own shit. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So what happens is that it, you hit a point, I would imagine that you're just like, yo, if I continue this way, he's obviously not helping himself. He's obviously not wanting mm -hmm. to get better and he's depending on others to try to be get better. But the reality is, is you can't, others can't help you. You need to help yourself. There's an expression in French, uh, aide-toi et le monde t'aidera, which means help yourself and the world will help you back. This has been going great. <laughs> yeah, so I guess my next question would be, um, so you said that you, you know, you had a, a, a relationship with a man and, and now what, how is it right now? Like, are you in a relationship with a man or a woman? Is I know it's none of my business, oh, yeah. but I want to know how all of this Oh yeah, no, no, no. So works. yeah. So yeah, no, I am a, I am bisexual. <laughs> so I, I am both attracted to men and women, but currently okay. now I'm in a relationship with a woman and a woman. Uh, we have been, yeah. <laughs> yes. And we've been together for uh, four years now. <laughs> oh, that's great. And how does she, how does she feel about your, your cross-dressing and the fact that you're bisexual? Oh my God. Uh, she was, I mean, uh, she couldn't keep her hands off me for the first few months. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, I'll leave it at that. I'll spare you the, uh, yeah, the details. No, get into the details. We don't want to know those. Come on. You know, there might be kids listening. <laughs> An, an occasional exactly, swear yeah. word, but we don't want any like softcore porn. No, thank you. Exactly. Um, no, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm happy though. And it just goes to show, you know what I mean? That it doesn't matter um, what you look like, how you dress, who you are as, you know, a gender or whatever. It only matters uh, finding that right person that's going to connect with you and is going to accept exactly. you who you are. Uh, as you can imagine, like, you know, a little twinky blonde kid that was scrawning as hell and questioning his sexuality, being a prime target for high school boys. Yeah. But, you know, you learn quickly after high school that, like, all of that, all of that, like, uh, that bullshit they force on you, like, yeah. oh, you have to, you have to lose your V card at a certain age. You have to, yeah. it has to be with a woman or else it doesn't count. Yeah. And, like, if you're gay, that's People just, like, that. you're, you're just a target Oh, that's well. That's what some of them. That's what. Wow. <laughs> that's what some of these fucking people said. They don't know so, how yeah, sex like I, works. I don't think. Yeah, they just they I don't, don't know. <laughs> they do not know, and I know that now. Yeah. But like, it's just amazing how like, 
like how amazing like the real the real world is just like wow we really don't know jack all back in high school <laughs> oh not much no <laughs> oh it's amazing and i love it i love just like seeing that like that logic just get wither like get thanos out of existence yeah it's starting starting yeah. <laughs> yeah i did not know that back in the day though not having sex with the opposite uh sex or gender i guess you can say was yeah. not considered losing your virginity i didn't know that. yeah no that interesting I boomer I fact mean, thank you yeah no yeah no that was uh, <laughs> i mean at least that was the case that like some of the people at my school i don't know yeah, that's Maybe so they weird just though i've never heard that well i've heard stupid shit before but that's that's yeah that's a new shit. one that's a good one <laughs> so to the people that said that to my friend oz fem back in the day I'm literally giving you a thumbs up, and it's a sarcastic <laughs> A thumbs up and a slow clap for you, my friends. <laughs> yes, amazing. Yeah, so that's that. Um, yeah, so, and so now that, like, you're in high school, and around what age did you discover your sexuality? Like, what you were, like, who you were as a sexual person? Oh, uh, well... I, I technically it was around uh, 11 and 12, but I didn't want to admit it to myself because I knew that wasn't the most, you know, worldwide accepted thing. And even yeah. like I myself at some point had that own bias, like, no, no, gay people. No, I'm not like that. No, fuck that. Nah. Like I was, I was a total Eric Cartman, as you would, <laughs> as you would call it. Who you and I'm going but, um, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but it wasn't until I was around like 15, 16 that I really started to actually like accept it. And it like, cause I was like, yeah, okay, I guess this is a thing. And I can't really deny it because I started to look at Zac Efron differently. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> you, you went from wanting to have the same abs to wanting to lick the abs. There's a difference. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but, and i was but, like yeah but, all right. oh yeah no that way and then when i got like 15 16 and i was i dropped out of school and i hung out with people a little bit older mm -hmm. i found it was nice story so how how was, did you find that it was different like the mentality was different uh, a little bit uh, i mean yeah i i went full like johnny knoxville jackass like especially like in the winter time there would be like these giant mounds of snow and uh I, I coined this little term among some people uh, called nunchucking, where okay. you just chuck yourself off of the snow mound and just ragdoll and little, little flail down. <laughs> so and, that uh, would be the equivalent of me throwing myself down flights of stairs just to make people laugh. That's what I used to do. So kudos to being a much. weirdo. Yeah, exactly. No, I was very much like the, um, well, that's the thing, like, because I was, I, it was part of like, you know, it was definitely insecurity because like yeah, I didn't yeah, want 100%. people to know all my dark secrets. So maybe if I adopt the class clown persona. Yes. Oh hey. my god. I'm connecting so hard with you right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I that's what I did. I nunchucked myself off of those mounds. I uh I did I drank a bunch of putrid shit on camera and for the views. I was I again full on jackass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's not always for the the right reasons, right? <laughs> oh yeah, no. And uh, don't be uh, don't get me wrong. I don't like look back on that with like. I mean, I look on it with some cringe, but mostly just like, ah, I was a stupid kid. No, <laughs> but like, 
I think when we're a little, like, we do, when we're younger, we do stupid shit, and that's just part of, like, testing our limits and understanding how physics works and science and life yeah, in general. Exactly. If you throw yourself from too high, you will break something. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> Life's yeah. lessons. Do not put that hand on that fire. Um, exactly. exactly. Yeah, and, and but, but the reasons behind it, though, I feel like, I feel like me and you like have the same reasons of why we used to do it is because we were insecure as he, who we are, like who we were back then. And it was just a way of showing people we weren't insecure. Right. It just, yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, it's around being, yeah. It was a lot of compensating and I was like completely, I'm still hyperactive and I like to be, you know, in front of people <laughs> and joke around and stuff like that. But I'm actually a, big time introvert you know what i mean like yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah so it's 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 kind of fascinating to see that i i connect on that level so hard with you so yeah oh that's amazing cool (laughs) i totally feel you anyways um yes who was your uh who would who would you consider uh when you were a kid did you have that bully that you just fucking hated oh my goodness yes i mean (laughs) i well, you don't have to oh, say yeah? the name. Oh, yeah, no, no, I don't have to say yeah. You know, you, you can if you want. This is fucking dare to be bold. Dare to be bold. I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. <laughs> you just don't want to start other stuff. That's just, uh, you know. Um, oh, yeah, no, I don't know his last name. So well, I'll that's just good. Say just give us, his, give us his name so he will know who you are, and then he'll get the message. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Uh, his, his name His name was Isaac from grade three. <laughs> okay, so Isaac from grade three. You are the bully that he hated and still remembers. I hope that you can put, I'm, I'm saying this because I had a, a immense bullying when I was a kid. Like, I, I, somebody tried to drown me. It's that fucked up. Oh, my I mean, God. Yeah, fuck, 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 fuck. Sorry about all the fuck. Fuck that. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah no. that guy and that girl and all those people. But what I want to say is Isaac from grade, is it Isaac, you said? Uh, no, Isaac, yeah, Isaac. Isaac from grade three. You just got to, I hope that you have changed. And if you have not, try to remember this. Try to remember that this person still remembers you because you are such a horrible person to him. So I just wanted to put that out there. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah. That felt good. That felt good. No, yeah, no. It does feel good because it's true. Like, like true. And people deserve to remember shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there are people that I do respect that were my bullies when I was a kid because they came up to me later on in life as adults and came to say sorry and how much of a dick they were. And that they were just, yeah, they just, they were just following everyone else and they, and they felt bad about it. So I totally respect that. I'm like, yo, totally okay. You know what I mean? I'm not mad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I, uh, I had something like that back when, like actually as I was in college, um, I met with one of my old, old school bullies. This was from middle school, though, so it was a bit yeah. different. But, like, he was – but even so, like, uh, he apologized, and we yeah. got lunch together, and it was awesome. Yeah. So it's just to prove that, you know, sometimes <laughs> when kids are bullies, it's because they're having a hard time, too. You know what I mean? There's something probably going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they're being bullied by someone. You don't know what's going on in their life. And when you're a kid, you don't give a shit because all you see is the pain that you're receiving. But as an adult, that person probably yeah. said, like, yeah, that shit that I put on that person, like, I went through shit, too, and that's not okay. Like, it's cool that some people actually mm-hmm. fucking realize how much of, like, how, 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 how they affected someone's life negatively, and they have the courage to go and say sorry. So, Isaac, if you hear this yeah. level, from grade three, <laughs> we want a sorry. Okay, I'm just saying. A sincere sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, but all the pressure. Yes. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. And so, um, 
I guess I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna ask you that question that uh, I don't know if you remember what you answered on the last podcast, <laughs> but I oh, really yeah, liked. No I want to know. Um, so if you could de- define your life before when everything was going kind of like eh, and you could give one word. Oh yeah. What would it be? Oh, I remember the word. It was apprehensive. Yes. Apprehensive. <laughs> Sorry for like the planned script a little bit, guys, but like. Yeah, no. Um, (laughs) No, It was so interesting what he said, and now I have to repeat it. Anyways, um, the other thing, the other question I had asked you was, and now, what would the word be? Oh, um, oh, hold on, hold on. Don't try to remember it. Just say anything. Grateful. Grateful. I remembered. (laughs) Batman or Spider Man? Oh yes. Yeah, remember when I screwed you over with that question? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. But uh I'm going to have to go with with my uh with my waifu Batman. Yeah, Batman is is the 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 bomb. Dig- Spider-Man's cool too, but Batman, you know, is Batman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't He's Batman. Exactly. Cuz like he's Batman. Anyways. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> the other question I would say um would it would it be better? Okay, so we, are you more like uh, when it comes to like video games? Are you more console or PC? Oh, oh, uh, PC. Yeah. Uh, coffee or tea? Oh, I'm a tea person, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about one last thing I was thinking of? Um, I want to go with like two mu- like I want to go with like two movies maybe. Let's see. Um, oh, oh boy. Oh, I'm okay. going hard. I'm going hard. All right, all right, all right. John Wick. Oh boy. Or Neo from The Matrix. Who would you pick? Oh, okay. Okay, who would I? Hmm. I'm going there. It's a hard one. <laughs> oh boy, Keanu. Keanu is good in both. Okay. So now you got to figure it out. I know. Um, okay, I mean, I know Neo is like Jesus and all, but I mean, John Wick has got the precision of Hawkeye and uh, fucking, who, what's the other guy's name? Oh, yeah, Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah so I'm he, gonna go with him. <laughs> yeah, I like John Wick. I like both, honestly, but like John Wick, yeah. what I really do like is his, uh, uh, I guess you can say like uh, close contact combat. He's like, oh yeah, badass. Like, and that's what I like. And I like that form of like <laughs> just using whatever you can find around you to kick someone's ass is awesome. So, you know, With a fucking pencil. Yes. <laughs> 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 you get it. You get it. Oh <laughs> yeah. So, anywho's, I'm really happy that we finally got this done, and um, I. Oh my I, god, same here. It was it was a struggle. This podcast, like I don't know, I got I got like another couple of shows, but this one was like definitely a challenge, and we've been working on it for a while. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways. No, yeah, I then, totally get that. Yeah. Before you leave, I would like you to yes. give your uh, Instagram contact so that everybody can find you on there. And where else can we find you? Yes. Okay. So uh, you can find me on Instagram, Aussiefem, A-U-Z-Z-Y-F-E-M. Uh, I, yeah, I draw, I, I post almost every day and I'm not as consistent as I want to be, but I post a lot. So. And it's <laughs> and really awesome art. So me. like, seriously, uh, guys. 
Yes, thank thank you, thank you. And you can also find me on YouTube. Uh, just type in Austin Anderson Animation, and uh, and I have the same profile picture as my Instagram, so you'll find me. <laughs> okay, excellent. And um, I yeah, so thank you so much for coming and opening up about things that are not necessarily easy, but you know are in my in my world anyways necessary to talk about. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, and to maybe help others, you know, go through life a little bit easier, knowing that they're not alone and we're there as well, right with them. Yeah, exactly. And I had a, had such a great time doing this again. Uh, and it's been it's been a struggle, but I I had so much fun coming back on the podcast and well, you know, talking about <laughs> you my guys podcast. don't know it, but <laughs> it's his third time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, thank you so much for this opportunity. I have I had a blast and I, I can't wait to see where this podcast goes in the future. Yeah, I'm pretty excited and I hope that we get to reach a lot of people and get some people, you know, smiling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank, thank you so much for listening today and I hope you guys take a listen a little bit next week as well for every week is Dare to be Bold Week. Special thanks to our guest today, Ozzy Femme from Ontario, my fellow Canadian bra. Hey. This week's Breath of Fresh Air was brought to you in part by Destiny's Claymore with her song, No Fly. Be sure to check her out. Type of dreams, it's time to be free. Time for change in our community It's time to stand for what we believe in Stop the hiding and stopping the fearing